Good evening, everyone. Good evening. And welcome to another edition of Sports with BI, a special edition. Today's date is Monday, January 9th, 2023. This is how we start in the new year for y'all. On Anchor Radio, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, we have the latest edition of Sports with BI. Sponsored by the Block 105 Radio website, Sports, lowercase letters, sportswbi.com. Check me out on Instagram, Sports with BI. You already know. We here. A special, special edition of Sports with BI on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor this evening. My brother, Argentina. We're going to talk about soccer this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Soccer. Talking soccer with the great. My brother, I self-proclaimed his nickname, Argentina. Name is Miguel. A great soccer mind and expert will be joining the show tonight. He knows a lot about the sport. We got a lot to talk about, y'all. This Argentina win. You know, we get into it now after we digested everything. You know how sports will be our goals. But let's start off the show with the Argentinian fans' World Cup anthem. Respect to the champions. Argentina Messi, the GOAT, M.A. Martinez. We're going to talk about a Enzo. We got a lot to talk about, y'all. Let's go. Let's go, sports will be out. Y creo que es algo que, que voy a atesorar en el corazón para toda la vida. Es un momento que no se va a repetir y que, y que me hace muy feliz, me hace sentir como que floto, ¿no? Como que en un momento eh, no estoy viviendo algo humano, sino que, que el más grande del mundo está hablando de lo que yo sentí alguna vez. Sports will be out, Bo. Sports will be out, let's go. Big soccer show, let's go. Respect to the world champions, y'all. Argentina, let's go, man. We about to get on the... Yo, we about to have a special show tonight, y'all. I'm so glad. I'm so happy for this show. I can't. This is this is way overdue. Way overdue. Way overdue. Way overdue. Let's go, baby. Mr. Wells. Yes, sir. What's going on, my doing? friend? 
my brother Argentina. Welcome to the program, man. It's been a long time, long time waiting, man. Long time waiting. I know. I'm very excited to be here with you. Now, I already, you know, I got a special surprise for you tomorrow morning because I already started the show already. That's why I'm running late. You know, you're going to love what I did at the beginning of this show. What I'm talking okay, to. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. No, you're going to. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna listen to it tomorrow. Talking to the great, my brother, Argentina. A.K.A. Argentina. Miguel, A.K.A. Argentina. I self-proclaimed him when I first seen this man. Let's make it clear. Maybe that was a sign to come of good luck. The Argentina, my man. Y'all bringing home your great soccer mind and your expert to me in this sport. What's going on, man? Thank you, man. You're making me blush. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? What's the aftermath of this this title run before we get into these uh, players after happy, almost a month? Happiness, man. Honestly, it, it's unbelievable. We've been waiting for such a long time for this World Cup victory that it's, I can't even explain it. And I, I got to tell you, not, not a day goes by that I don't go on Facebook or YouTube and I re you know, I, I research so many videos that they just they keep popping up all the time and I just I just I watch it almost every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I'm I'm gonna try to stay neutral on whatever we talk about today because I'm you know, as you know I'm Argentinian. Yeah, but, it's uh, all good, but you know, we're celebrating tonight, so it's all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um that's crazy, man. Then the euphoria is still out there. This goes on for a whole four years, though. This ain't like a regular type of thing when it's like a, the next year you got to defend the title. This is going to last for four years, yeah. right? Yeah. This is going to last for a while. This is, um, this time actually, this time around it's going to be three and a half years because it, it, it was played in December. Mm -hmm. Normally the World Cup is played in June, but because of the weather conditions out there, they had to play it in December, mm -hmm. but, uh, but still, yeah, three and a half years is a very long time. So, very excited to see how we handle it because we got a Copa America coming around the corner pretty soon. So, okay, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Oh, okay, that's cool, man. Y'all gonna go right back to international play very soon. I didn't know. That's okay, it. all right. Well, number one, I want to ask you about this goaltender, and I did some history on him. I just want to ask you a question before we talk about Emmett Martinez. Okay. I see that your roster, the Argentina roster, hold three um, goalkeepers. Are, was these guys on the roster when they was playing? We got Geronimo. Um, they, they, they were in the One of them was in the roster... Uh, in the last tournament we played, he was in the roster. And he actually was he was the starting goalie before Emmy Martinez took his place. Oh, Franco. Uh, and and I'm talking I'm talking about Franco Armani. Yeah, yeah. Franco. Yeah. Um, River Plate. He's, he's he's a really good goalie. He's a really good goalie, but there's a big age difference between Armani and Martinez, and I think that's what caught up to Armani. You know, he's a great goalie, but long uh, in the tooth. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was all right that Emmy Martinez ended up being the uh, number one goalie for Argentina for the past two tournaments. Okay. 
Yeah, because I seen three. I said, you know, holding three guys at that position is crazy. And then I see your man, Mr. Imani from River Plate. Well, what do we? What do we? What about that, huh? From my home team, man. I know. I know. That, oh. that, that, that we're very proud of our players. Yeah. That, that's why this World Cup means so much to me. Because I'm sure we'll get into it. But the yeah. forward, Julian Alvarez, he, he, he also uh, came out of my home team. So, you know, it meant a lot for for the players that were in the national team. And for me, it meant a lot to see them. Uh, Prosper, yeah. Excel so much, you know. Mm-hmm. They're kids, but they're so good. Oh, yeah. I mean... Was Emmy the missing link to the World Cup, to the championship? Was he the missing link? Like, did y'all really need, you know, you just, we talked about the save earlier in the championship game. Like, was it that what you y'all know, needed to thrust y'all over? How was y'all, how was your team constructed goalie-wise before he joined? Was it a suspect or was y'all giving the up? Truth, the truth is that uh, I will say yes, he was much needed in the team. Um... And I have a feeling that if we would have had him in past tournaments, we would have won more championships. But um, he's 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 a monster. He and, and and on the goal when when the penalties come around, and unfortunately for us lately, well, unfortunately, unfortunately, because to be in the final, you have to make it to the final. But a lot of our finals ended up in penalties, and we lost quite a few because I just feel like we just didn't have a good goalie. And then, and then um, let me cut you off. Now, Let's, I will tell you, yes. I don't want to, I, I, I want you to finish your thought. Then I have something to say. Go ahead, finish. Okay. No, so what I was going to say is, penalty kicks, it's all about luck. Some people say that, no, you know, you got to know how to, but you get, sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. However, when it comes to the goalie, you can have an experienced goalie and make a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay, the players that take the kick, it is a little bit about luck for them because you're going to pick your side and you're going to shoot. However, if the goalie knows you, he's going to know the way you kick and which side of the goal you're going to kick it to. So I think the goalie position when it comes to penalty is the most important. Mm-hmm. And I will say that instead of having your main players take penalty kicks, you should have kids that don't really know, that are not that known to the goalie. Mm-hmm. Okay, because if the goalie studied the main players, which he did for France, as you saw, he knows he knows who they're gonna go. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, but yeah, I I do believe that Andy Martinez was a big factor of us uh, obtaining the title. Yeah, and getting back to what you're saying, those two games, from from what I know, um, correct me if I'm wrong, 2014, 2016. Lost all three games in extra time and two on penalties without M.A. So that was was going back into the past when they didn't have M.A. Yeah. The funny thing is when we lost those games, M.A. was already Europe, but nobody really knew anything about him, unfortunately. He wasn't as big. Um, And to be honest with you, M.A. came as a surprise. He's 28, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. 28 or 29. Um, and, um, Aston Villa. He recently, yeah, but he recently made his appearance in, in the Argentinian national team. 
in 2020. Mm, okay. You know? So he's he's brand new to the team. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we didn't know about. You know, I'm sure we did, but maybe he just wasn't what he is today. Back then, there was better goalies back then. I don't know. But I tell you one thing: he won two tournaments already in a year. In a year and a half, we won. We actually won three tournaments. But um, the ones that I really count as two: the Copa America and the World Cup. Okay, so you don't count the one that I can't pronounce. It's the uh, the finalissima. Yeah, the the the, the, the uh, finalissima, the finalissima. But that that tournament, so people understand what it is, is the winner of Europe against the winner of South America. So you play one game, and we had won the South American Cup, and Italy had won the European Cup, and we go and we play one game. I do count it as a trophy. Obviously, you know, everybody wants to have it uh, on your trophy case. But it's one game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Compared to a whole tournament, like the World Cup or the Copa America. So yeah. It's, it's a lot more exciting to win the Copa America or the World Cup than to win the Finalissima. I got you. But that's a big one. It's at Wembley Stadium. And, uh, I mean, think of it like this. One... Everything is one game elimination at one point, right? So I understand the the because yeah. it's a knock. Like a uh, another question before we get into uh, manager Laniel Sebastian Scalani. That's my guy. Let's get <laughs> yeah. That's my guy. <laughs> that's my guy. Former player, by the way. But like you said, the scares. How, they came in the tournament with a 36-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Unbeaten run. Like you said, they beat Brazil in the Copa and Italy in the Finalissima. I'm getting it, I'm yeah. getting it, I'm getting it. 3 nothing in the Wembley. Overconfidence, complacency, going into, the, going into the game against Saudi Arabia. I think that I think that went that loss was well understood. Get it out the way early. Yeah, I think so too. Hold on, fun fact before we get into that game, because uh, you mentioned Scaloni, former player. Uh, Scaloni actually played with Messi at the World Cup in two thousand and six. Okay, so that was that was a fun fact. Um, so they actually got to play together, and now he's the coach of Messi. But anyways. Um, that's a whole, that's a, to, oh, wait, wait, wait. You can't overlook that. Hold on. That's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like Jordan and Phil and Phil Jackson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coach. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, that shit is different because if he already knows his mannerisms, like, if it ain't, it's, there is nobody that Messi can go to but him for fixing the team. Like LeBron James, he runs the show. Personnel-wise, get this guy, put this guy in, do this formation, change this formation. So that dynamic played a lot to do with what they did. That's behind the scenes, though. You know what I'm saying? By you telling me that, no, I'm putting yeah. it. Yeah, that was a, that's a big dynamic. Because sometimes managers can be the asshole to the players. You know how it is, and they don't get along with the teammate. And guess what? In soccer, the manager goes fast. 
Yeah, no, that's true. The manager is actually the first one out in soccer. Always. But they I don't play. That, yeah, I, I think you're totally right. You know, especially having somebody in the team like Messi, you you can have the best player. He's not intimidated by him. But it's got to be difficult to manage that player because that player has so much influence in the locker room that if, if, he, if, the, if the best player in the world is playing for your team and he's not liking the way you're setting up the games or the strategies that you're coming up with, that's, That's friction. pretty bad because the locker room is going to be against you. And guess who you know, did that? Players in the locker room look up to the best player in the world. And, and guess who did that? Know? That's why Portugal fucked up. Now you want to get yeah. into the bag. Let's get into the bag. That's why Portugal fucked up because he sat him down. And I kept saying that because Portugal's my squad. Even though I'm from USA, I love Portugal. You know what I'm saying? And the motherfucker sat him down the whole half, bro. Then when he comes in, he comes in. He's not. He don't got a good sweat on him. He wasn't a factor in the fucking game when he lost. So he ain't gonna go cry. He fucking yeah, they lost. Sat him, they sat him the game before. He, exactly. Uh, Ronaldo sat against Switzerland pretty much the whole game, and yeah. Come on, man. That going on there. That's the whole. There's a lot of people are. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. The situation. I'm not in the locker room. I don't know, but I, see, a lot of people say that Ronaldo is not an easy person to deal with. But at the same time, I believe that you should give the men some respect. You know, I mean, look at everything that he's won. Yeah. The star that he is, and um, this was his last World Cup. So basically, I, I understand that it comes down to it's a team sport, but at the same time. Go out with your horse. This was his last World Cup. You should have let the guy play. Go out with your horse. Yeah, go out with your horse. You know what I'm saying? And I feel for Ronaldo because I know that he lost a child a few months, a year back. He lost a child. You know what I'm saying? And all that. So when that that happened, I kind of felt some type of way. So he overcame a lot. So I know that he's brash. And, you know, a lot of people don't like him, understand him. But that's my man. And that coach did him wrong. But see, Argentina's coach and Messi did the right thing. <laughs> and getting into that, like what like we were talking about before, the manager, man, Sebastian, you know, Lionel Sebastian Scaloni. Talk about his leadership. Talk about his leadership. How he managed Argentina through the years. I think, so what I think is, this is how everything Let's talk about Scaloni. Actually. Manager Scaloni. In, in 2018, Argentina went to Russia, the World Cup in Russia, 2018. Cold. And it was a disaster. They barely qualified the group stage, and then the first game out the group stage, they got disqualified by France. France sent them home, the first game. So um, the coach at the time was Sampaoli. Okay. I remember. And the interesting fact is that Scaloni was one of the helpers for uh, uh, Sampaoli. So once Sampaoli got fired, or, well, he, he resigned. He didn't get fired, but basically, he, you know, they made him resign. Um, you didn't want him no more, did you? Did you want him more? No, no. no he wanted him. <laughs> this you is, can tell, you can tell, this like, you a, can even tell in the locker room. Exactly what we were talking about, about the locker room problems. The same thing that happened to Ronaldo this World Cup happened at that World Cup. Messi, Messi didn't get along with the coach. The players didn't get along with the coach. 
and it, it was just, it was just a mess. It, it was very unprofessional the whole situation that happened, and uh, you know, it, 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 it you could see it coming before the workup even started, anyways. Uh huh. However, the interesting thing is that once Sampaoli resigned, there was six months left to the year. So the uh, president of the uh, AFA, which is the Soccer Association of Argentina, mm-hmm. decided that he was going to leave the team in hands of uh, Scaloni. And people were so mad about that because they were like, you just had a disaster in the World Cup and you're going to waste six months giving the team to somebody that has zero experience. Because Scaloni had never coached a team ever before. Oh, shit. Wow. He had all the credentials. He had, um, on paper, he had everything he needed. However, he had no experience whatsoever. Nothing. So he took over the team for six months. The World Cup ended in July, and he took over. Yeah, he took over in July, so six months. And what happened was... One of the first games he played, he played a friendly game against Venezuela, and I can't forget about this game. They lost 3-1. First time in history that Argentina lost to Venezuela. It was terrible. People were so furious about this situation. It was it, it was unbelievable. Even me, I include myself. Everybody was asking for him to get, to get kicked out. Nobody wanted him as a coach. Nobody believed that he could do something with this team. Nobody thought he could bring the team together again. Uh-huh. And little did we know... The ceiling know, was falling. Known, yeah. The sky was falling on this guy. This is Scaloni. <laughs> Good old yeah. Scaloni. So in 2019, <laughs> a year after the uh, World Cup, there was a Copa America being played in Brazil. And uh, he started off with the left foot. He lost the first game against Colombia. He tied the second game against Paraguay, mm-hmm. and he won the last game against Qatar. That was uh, was uh, one of the special invitation teams in that tournament. Um, then he went on to uh, beat Venezuela in the round of uh, revenge game. Revenge game. Yeah, on the on, on the quarterfinals, and then he played Brazil on the semifinals, and then he lost. However. By the time we got kicked out, the team was showing good soccer. They were showing that everybody was getting along. The team really came together. You know, they were playing as a team. Um, so they left a good image. After all, they left a good image. And the game with, with Brazil, I'm not saying it because I'm Argentina, but it was a little iffy because there was some weird fouls being called in the... You know, everything was for Brazil. Every foul that was, every time you stopped the ball, it was always on Brazil's uh, favor. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I always questioned that game. And like I said, not because I'm Argentinian, but I had people watch that game that weren't Argentina telling me the same thing. Mm-hmm. That it, it, it just, it, something was off. Anyways, long story short, uh, we get kicked out on the semifinals, but they decided to keep him around. Because, you know, like I said, the team showed... You know, they have shown a good image. Um, 2020 comes around, and another uh, Copa America was being played. Mm-hmm. And, well, that was it right there. That was the, that was was that That's when he did it. He managed to win it. He managed to win it in Brazil against Brazil on the final. It was one nothing, And 
know, ever since then. They went on that street. All the way, it's been, it, we call them the Scaloneta. And what's Scaloni, that? We call them the Scaloneta. <laughs> That's what they call it, the Scaloneta. His and team. His, you know? his team? Yeah. His team is called the Scaloneta. Wow, and his team is the. It, that's what they call the, the. That's what they call the team he calls Argentina, the Scalioneta. Right, they call Scalioneta because you know his name is Scaloni, so they call it the Scalioneta. I'm, I'm oh, that's his nickname, aka is the Scalioneta. Yeah, because he's the Scalioneta. Because thirty six, yo, that's impressive. Thirty six game winning streak. I mean, Saudi Arabia. You know, let me tell you, man. They were one game. They were one game away. That was the game they were supposed to win. That was the easiest game for them they were supposed to win. Yeah, but they were one game away from tying Italy, who's, who holds the record at 37. And they were two games away from being the team with the most undefeated games in history, in soccer history. And they lost that first game that anybody will say. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Aren't you happy? I know. It wasn't know. meant to be. You couldn't clear it out like that. It was too... It was, Listen, I think, let me tell you something. I think Saudi Arabia got, I think Argentina got paid off to lose that game now. I'm going to be real. They give the Saudi Arabians and the people something to cheer about. Now, it was a beautiful situation. I don't know. You know how I think. I think crazy. I think Saudi Arabia paid them off. They got so much money in Qatar. You mean to tell me <laughs> nine fucking stadiums. Hold on, hold on. Nine stadiums. Yo, this is amazing. It's the amazing event I ever witnessed. With my own two eyes. Nine stadiums. What game do you want to go to? Nine stadiums. And the stadium they played the final in looked like a gold cup. It looked like a world cup. It looked like a gold, you know, bowl, right? It's amazing. Yeah. It yeah. was amazing. They were, they were unbelievable. The stadiums were unbelievable. And there were smaller stadiums? One, bigger one ones? Stadium was built, one stadium was built with uh, containers. You can see the containers from outside, but it, it but they made it look good. It's hard to explain. I, I encourage people to look that up. Look for the containers. look. I remember that one. It was one of the smaller and, uh, ones. Yeah, it's, it's it's actually something interesting to see. It's they something to behold to watch. Yeah, containers. Mm-hmm. I see that was one of the smaller ones, but man, the one they played in with the final. Oh my god. Yeah, it was a beautiful scene. Oh, that was the one that that hold the most people. You know what I mean? I looked. I did my. I did my work, man. And then all this, I can't pronounce them all, so that's why I'm not gonna go through all of that. But I, they're beautiful. It was, yeah, believe me, I have. I have a hard time pronouncing the stadium names as well. So they're very. Bad. Well, yeah, it's the names amazing. Are a little difficult. <laughs> I mean, the job they did was amazing over there. So what do you, you know? It's like what do you do? Like they, all those stadiums are gonna still have usage? That shit is crazy. Like it's there forever. This is amazing. Um. So what about Lionel Sebastian's tactical strategies? They say he's one of the best in the game, man. Honestly, at this point, in the game, and you know, he because it, it, it's he he switched it up. He switched it up. He every game he played after that first opening game, and I was before before we get into this. Let's just really quick finish the conversation on that first game. That first game. You're saying maybe they paid him off, maybe, I, I don't know. But I feel like it had to happen like that. Argentina needed a wake-up call, and it was that first game. We lost that first game, and then the team was completely different throughout the entire World Cup. Mm -hmm. That first game... They that tightened played, it up. 
Mm-hmm. We, I, I got to tell you, I, I don't think we deserve to lose the game, but at the same time, we definitely didn't deserve to win that game. So I think it was a wake-up call for the whole team, for the coach, for for, for every Argentinian out there that thought that because we were unbeaten in 36 and 0 man. Yeah, you no, know what was crazy? I did not. So I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't even know that until I did my homework. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even it know was they was going into the tournament with a winning streak like that. I didn't even know that. Oh my god! We didn't lose. We didn't lose. We didn't lose a game since twenty twenty. Wow. You know you you knew you. you I couldn't even steal Argentina from the from the from the pool if I wanted to. Man, because I would have took them. No, that was my team, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would have, damn. I, but I tell you something, though. After I lost <laughs> that first game, I had my doubts. I was like, oh, man, no, no way, no way that we've been playing so good this whole time, and all of a sudden now the World Cup starts, and, and, and this is what we have to show, because that first game was a pretty bad game for us. It left a pretty bad image, but, you know, you That's what I'm saying. You know, no, listen, them people that support your team. Them people in the Qatar got money. I'm trying to tell you. Let them win one. Come on. Let them other fans be happy. You know, you know. Come on. Give them one well, for the... They, I'm sure they were. <laughs> I mean, they celebrated. They <laughs> exactly. Celebrated. The funny thing is, the day after the game, they call it a national holiday. <laughs> I told you. I'm trying to tell you. They paid Argentina country for that one. The Prince of Saudi Arabia called the day after our game a national holiday. They stopped the street. They stopped the street. You think they ain't pay for that? Shit. If we're going to stop the street, y'all going to pay. Uh, and you, everybody got paid. The players, everybody got paid. But it was all for well because they got the win out the way. They got the W. They don't, people don't know that. We don't know that. But they know. They going to they gonna feed off of what we think, right? They ain't going to lose no more. That's it. And they got the chip. It was, it was the early wake up call. Oh man, that's that's what I call that the early wake up call. So what do you think about Messi? Come on, let's get to it. The goal. The tournament's best player awarded the gold ball in the silver he boot. Said it, man. The goal. The goal awarded the gold ball. He got there the silver no boot. Question. There, I had this argument. Well, not an argument. We had a discussion with my dad. After the game, because my, my dad, he lived through Maradona. And yeah. he kept telling me that, you know, Messi, he's, he's great, but he doesn't he doesn't play with Argentina like Maradona used to play. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm like, Look, what do you mean? I mean, Maradona, he was great. He was amazing. He was the best player of his time. You know what I'm but saying? But times but change. He only won one World Cup with Argentina, and that was it. Okay, when you look back at it, Messi has won so many trophies with us now. Now he's got he's got the Olympics. He's won the Olympics. He won the Copa America. He's won Finalissima, and he's won the World Cup. What else do you want? Yeah. You know. Exactly. I gotta tell you, I'm not gonna get too much into this now, but I gotta tell you, I feel like. Got the next Copa America in the bag as well. well Say less. Say less. Um, he got the silver boot. Say, but when, when, when you have somebody like Messi on the team and, and people still question who the best player in the world is, I mean, come no on, disrespect. man. I know you you love Ronaldo. Okay? Nah, there ain't no disrespect. Messi is the best. 
Messi showed that after they lost that last World Cup, that early exit, all of that shit. I said, man, he got to win this. He got to win the next one. The four more years me, of pain. Let me give you four more years me, of pain. Um, Come on let me now. Give you a little, a little uh, comparison between Messi and Ronaldo. Okay, just hear me out here. Nah, I'm not. I'm not on. I'm not on that Ronaldo train. That's my boy. But I'm saying Messi no, better. Messi is a legend. For people, people, you know, a lot of people are always. This is what you know. It's like, okay, who's better, Ronaldo or Messi? Hiya, talk about it. For the past 14 years. Talk about it. But, so you got you got Messi and Ronaldo, okay? Messi has seven uh, uh, Ballon de Oros, which is the best player. The Ballon, the Ballon. The, yeah. Yeah, of the year, okay? Uh-huh. Ronaldo, so Messi has seven, Ronaldo has five. Messi has six Golden Boots, Ronaldo has four. That's the, the player that scored the most goals throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Okay? Messi has 42 trophies. Ronaldo has 34. That's in general with the teams they played with. Mm-hmm. So Messi has won 42. Ronaldo has 34. Ronaldo scored 819 goals in 1,100 matches. Okay? Mm-hmm. Messi scored 793. Okay? Less. In, one Less. thousand matches. Less matches. So Ronaldo, Ronaldo's got a hundred more matches than Messi. And he, but he beat it already. Okay. Less matches. Messi has three hundred and fifty assists. Ronaldo has two hundred and thirty-four. This is I'm talking about career. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about that balloon. That balloon. That balloon. It takes the whole cake. Don't forget, don't forget about this too. Messi took two golden balls from the World Cup. The, the golden ball is the best player. In the oh, world. he got the golden ball. He got. He won it. He won it in twenty twenty two, and he won it in twenty fourteen. Even though he didn't win the World Cup, he got the golden ball. He got the silver boot for the second best. He got seven goals. It don't matter. He's the champion, and he got the he got five he got five men in the matches. He got five men in the matches. Hold on, the man in the matches. What the MVP of the game? Oh, okay, that's what he do. Five men in the matches in the World Cup. Five. What? So you know what? I That's not my mistake, bro. Too. Not not only he's a great player, and I I do believe that he's the goat. He's I, a goat. It, 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 the, the way that he lit up this team, this team wanted to win for him. It pushed the guys to want to win for him. Hey, yo, let's. Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. They're not a soccer. They're a soccer team. Obviously, they're very professional. But it's they're they're a, they're a group of friends, and and you can tell how how much they care for each other, how much they defend each other on the field, how you can tell, you know, because if you if you look up the videos on YouTube, they're the way they hang out, the way they spend their time when they're off the field, you know, they they know each other. It, it's more than just a soccer team. I think that was key to this. Of course, thing. the brotherhood. And we, you know, the brotherhood is strong. We got to get into. We got to get into the midfielders, man. I'm, I'm talking about some little Di Maria, and some M, and some Enzo, and some Gomez. I want to talk about those guys. Those guys. We start with Di Maria first, because you know he's very, very animated, very animated player. 
Let's go into yeah, Maria's, yeah. man. Let's talk about the other guys that pushed Messi, gave Messi that power. And Di Maria was always such a question player for the national team. He, okay. He's been questioned so much. I, I actually feel so bad for him because he's, he's always been such a great player. But the truth of the matter is that every time a big game came around, he picked up an injury. And he always missed games. And he always was it on purpose? Was it the pressure? Be there. And, and a lot of people for the 2020 Copa America were, were, didn't want him. A lot of people did not want him on the team. Mm. And little did you know, he scores the winning goal against Brazil. That's so what I'm now saying. he's reborn. You know, at, at, age of, at the age of 34, now he's reborn. Right. He scores the winning game in the final. Then he scores another game, another goal in the final against Italy. And then he scores another game, another goal on the final against France. I mean, what, what else? Come on, Di Maria, man. Come on. Well, that's what I'm saying. We got to give it up to Di Maria, man. Yo, listen. He got to get some respect out there, man. I like yeah, Di Maria, man. Great player. Great player. Amazing player. He he, uh, he made me watch him. I watched him running up and down the field. I was keeping my eyes on him. And he's another one. He won't stop running, man. That guy can't <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's 34 years old. And he's, just he's still running. I said, this yeah. guy is that old. Yo, he's running still. He's running with the young bucks. You know, France is putting them young guys out there. You know how they, they substitution pattern. You know how they do. They can bring out them young guys. Yep. But Enzo's another young guy. <laughs> Enzo, what can I say about my boy Enzo, man? One of my favorite players mm-hmm. at the moment. River Plate guy. He, uh, another he's River another Plate. player that came out of River Plate, my home team. Uh, 21 years old. He got the trophy for the best uh, for the best youngest player of the tournament. Facts. Um, he made a humongous difference. When he came in with Mexico after that loss against Saudi Arabia, he changed the game. I think that's where Scaloni really showed the, the world that he's, he was ready for this World Cup because that's, he made a lot of changes from that first game. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest changes that he made was this one. He put in a 21-year-old kid into the game that nobody was really sure if he was going to be able to handle it. You know, it's a lot of pressure for young kids, too. And, 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 and it goes both ways. Some kids can really handle it and they shine. Or some kids, it can, it can ruin your career as, as for, for the national team. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, it's a lot of weight on your shoulders. I got I got For a country like Argentina that, that's, that, that's all about soccer, you know. Yeah, I got I got before you finish with Enzo, I got I got a name for you. He played for the USA. You know, he was a young guy. You know what I'm talking about? Damn, man. He'll come up. Dark skin brother. He was young. He's supposed to be the next big thing. He ain't work, he ain't work out though. Oh, I don't hear his name no more, man. He used to play on the old team. He was a young boy, uh Jesse Adabu, Adabu, right? What name? Remember? Adabu. Um, Adabu. Remember him? This is USA. Young guy. Yeah, I don't think it was. I don't think it was Adabu. You're talking about. Um, you know what I'm talking about. His name. He flamed out. He ain't do like Enzo. Enzo did that thing, man. This one he played for USA. He was young prodigy, 18, but he ain't playing out. I think you're talking about. Um, was it a dude? Yeah, I do. I yeah, there you go. I do. I do. 
Yeah, it is. That's his name. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was supposed to be the next. Ah, guy. yeah. Yeah, yeah he flamed out. He flamed guy. out. He ain't even make. Yeah. yeah, see, but Enzo ain't on that time. So, what are you going to say about Enzo? He went in there, Scaloni stuffed him in there, and what happened? Enzo showed out. He changed the entire midfield, man. I, I'm telling you, this kid, he was assistant players. He scored goals. He defended. He he ran the 90 minutes. It, 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 he was unbelievable. Honestly, I, I'm so glad that we found a player like that because we needed a player like that. We did not, that that's something we did not have. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the combination between him, McAllister, and, uh, and DePaul. It, it just amazing, amazing. Mhm. Mm what about Gomez? Gomez didn't really get too much playing time. Gomez, Gomez is more of a—he's a guy for the locker room, you know. He's the guy that keeps everybody together. He's the fun guy. He's the joker. He's the—he's. You know, he's, he's, he's also like 34, so he was on his way out. And unfortunately, he picked up an injury after the first game as well. So he didn't really get that much playing time. Well, he was on the squad, though. But, yeah, yeah, he was on the squad, but he, he did all right. He did all right. He played. That's what I'm saying. You can't forget about my brother Poland. Gomez, man. He played against Poland and he played against Australia. Right. Um, Got some run. Got some run. Yeah, he got he got some playing time. That's what's up. I can't. That's what I can tell you, man. It's good for him because some of these players are are going to retire from the nationals. They're not going to get to play the next. Yeah, they're going to get replaced. Time. They're going to get replaced by some young oh. some young legs. But listen, that's why I asked about Gomez. That's my that's my guy because he older. He on his way out. I love uh, you know Enzo's my people's with me from the academy of the graduate of River Plate. First debuted in the club in 2019 to, two, and 2000 to 2022. Damn. You gotta see. There was... Uh, I, I gotta watch the River Plate six, tape six, now of this kid. Six, six or seven players. Six or seven players that were in the national team that came out of River Plate. Wow. Not all of them are, not all of them are playing in River Plate, obviously. The only one that's actually playing... Today in River Plate, Armani, because the other ones got sold to European soccer, which you know they have all the money, so that's that's what they do. They take the players. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, six out of the guy that scored the last penalty, Gonzalo Montiel, that scored the last penalty against France, mm -hmm. he was a player from River Plate. All right, he was another one. So River Plate does very well at producing players. Their your their youth academy is really good. So what about, let's talk about the defenders. Let's talk about Nicholas. Nicholas Otamendi. Oh, Nicholas Otamendi and Cristian Romaldo. The heart of that defense, man. Talk about those guys and how they prevented. Even though Mbappe was coming. Yeah, Mbappe, you know, the, you know what he, you know, know what they do. But they still held it down throughout the tournament. You know how difficult it is to stop a guy like Mbappe, especially if you're if you're Otamendi that's thirty four years old. Can you imagine that? 
you got Mbappe, who's the fastest, well, I think he's the fastest soccer player alive right now. That kid has got legs. He can run for days. Um, but I do believe that, once again, we'll go back to the team. It was a team effort. It wasn't just about Man they, they They had a tremendous game. And again, not, not, I don't want to be biased, but not because I'm Argentinian, but I believe that Argentina should have won that game in the 90 minutes. That yes. game should have never went to overtime. That game should have never went to penalties. Well, we However, Mbappe, mm -hmm. I believe that Mbappe was the key for all of this. Well, when you have a guy like Mbappe on the opposite team that can change a game for you in two minutes, because that's how long... It took them to tie the game 2-2. They were losing 2 nothing. Equalizing. In two minutes, this guy ties the game 2-2. That was my... That, know, un unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, we That's talked about that. We talked about that. That was my... The equalizer was my favorite moment, but you beg to differ, and I can respect that. Your favorite moment of that game. Yeah, I mean, we have different ideas. I believe that's part of, you know, your favorite moment was the equalizer. My favorite moment was Mbappe. the last the last save of the game that uh, Emmy Martinez does. because, But that's because we, we watch the game from a different point of view. You know, you watch the game as a soccer fan and yeah. be realistic. At the end of the day, it didn't really make a difference for you who won the World Cup. Oh no, no, it did. I was, I was going for Argentina. It did. I was like, yo, I'm yeah, so happy okay. they winning right now. I went into the shower. I had the shit on blast. By the time I came outside, I had these motherfucking bald head, little shaving me boppy doing this other shit. I said, oh man, come on, man. I don't want to deal with this shit at work. I don't want to see no sad face. When I get when I see somebody tomorrow, I don't want to see. I'm gonna see everybody happy. I don't want to see no sad face. Okay, that's what I was thinking about. Please let these motherfuckers win this game. I don't know, but I feel like some of the other guys up 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 work didn't want Argentina to win. <laughs> there were some sad faces. There. I want Argentina to win. I said, "What these straight motherfuckers? They gonna do it again? You know, the same striped jersey every time. Come on now." Ain't you tired? I'm tired. Oh, I'm tired of seeing that. Yeah, with the straight blue jersey. That's all I can remember is the straight blue jersey. Every time. Then he went and he get mad because he lost the last one. He's looking stupid. Messy. I'm like, come on. If you messy, do that. You need to. Everybody needs to finish. And they finish strong. I'm, yo, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for the team. That's why I studied them. That's why I studied it. It was definitely, it was definitely special, man. It was a very special moment, and it's gonna live with us for a very long time. I already have my appointment for my tattoo. I'm gonna get a tattoo. Yeah. For uh, from the final, it's just it's, it's 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 hard to explain, man. Argentinians and there's a lot of uh, countries out there that live in almost like us, but I don't think nobody feels soccer the way we do. We are born and 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 it's just in our blood, you know. Um, I don't know everything you know, was saying. I don't know everything was saying. I ain't mean to cut you off, but it was born in y'all blood because the shit, I, the thing I did at the beginning, I didn't know what they were saying, but they was talking that it was called the Argentinian World Cup Soccer Anthem. All I heard was ah, oh, then a little bit in between. And they just kept singing different chants. 
Never was yeah. the same chant. Never was the same chant. Different no, chants. That's another thing. We have we have so many different chants. We're known to be the best. Uh, <laughs> Talk about it. That that's one thing that nobody can beat us at. We can lose a workout. We can lose a final. We can lose whatever you want. So chant so for when that. When it comes to putting together chants, boy, do we have so many of them, and so many good ones too. Yo, y'all chance is crazy. I got I got him on there. I got him on there. That's what I'm saying. I respect that. You know what I mean? I respect that. I know the chance is heavy. So what's going on? So what's next for the... What player are you looking out for to do good back on a regular teams? After the after after the, 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 the banter and the parades and the... Got to get rest in between and the plane rides and... Like these guys don't have no downtime. They gotta get back to business. No, they're already playing for the for the uh, home clubs. They're already playing. They're, 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 every everybody, every league out there already started again. So, you know, you got Messi playing at PSG. He just played the other day, I believe. Uh, you got Depol in 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 in. Uh, Atletico Madrid, you got uh, Enzo Fernandez back in Benfica, you got uh, Julian Alvarez back in Manchester City, he yeah. just played yesterday. You got my man Emmy back in Aston Villa. You, you, you got Emmy back at Aston Villa. 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 Yeah, there's comments that uh, team, teams want to uh, buy him now. You're damn right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what? another nice thing about the World Cup. It's a nice show up your stock. for other teams, you know? Up your stock. So, what do you think he? What, what team? Do you think he gonna go to? Did, did you, you better not say. I, you know what? <laughs> I know you Argentina. He gonna go on on and say. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what you about to say. Yeah, well, we'll the home, the home team over there. Yeah, that that that, that Chelsea team. Very, Chelsea. I know you want him. You want him, don't um, you? How's he fit with Chelsea? With you? I, I have to be truly honest with you. I, I actually, I will prefer him to stay where he's at. And the reason why is because a goalie is a position that you need playing time. You gotta, you gotta play. You can't sit on the bench. And he used to play, he used to belong to Arsenal. And, In and that, that same league. Reason why he never got called out, called out to the Nationals because he, he was the, sub, the substitute goalie. So when Aston Villa bought him, he's been the starting goalie ever since. And, and look at him now. He's a, he's a beast. So I, I would prefer to stay in a team like that. Because also, being that Aston Villa is not one of the biggest teams in England, it makes him compete. You know? It, 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 when they play, when his team plays, he gets maybe... I don't know. I'm just going to say like five to ten shots per game. And that's a lot. Goal. It's a lot. So it, put, it puts him to work and it keeps him on his toes, you know? So when he switch over to international play, he'd be good. Exactly. Yeah, but see, that's now, what I'm saying. you're going to ask me about like the other players, like I think Enzo Fernandez is playing the Benfica, a team from Portugal. He is. I, be, I, believe, I believe he's going to move up to a bigger team pretty soon. Uh, and then Julian Alvarez is in Manchester City, which is one of the biggest soccer teams. Yeah, Alvarez is good. World. So either he's going to get more playing time there, or he's going to move to another big team as well. 
So what does it? What does it? What does what does Sebastian do in between all of this? He just keeps on keeping the national and international players that's on the come up sharp to see who he can pull up out the farm. What does the international? Let me ask you a question. What does the international coach do on his off time? Never off time, but what are the duties of an international coach while his players go back out to their duties? What what is his job, right? As far as building, what does he do? Is he building the Argentina brand? The players, because you know they got mad different squads, sub squads, under right. twenty, whatever the case may be. Let me so know a little bit about that's, that. That's what I was just gonna say. What what they normally do is they try to find the new the new wonder kids. You know, they work on the under twenty division and and they follow up with the players that are you know the the older players too. You know, they keep track of them. They see. If they're fit, you know they watch the games. They're 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 constantly working. They're, they're never on off time. Is it a little more relaxed than playing a tournament like the World Cup? Yeah, it is. But um, I I think I believe that Argentina's got a, a lot of talent coming up that they're gonna have to see how slowly but surely they fit them into the team. You know, because you like I said in 2024 you got another Copa America. Right, it's so a good chance. It's a good chance to bring, you know, a few more kids and and just let them get the experience. Even if they don't play, even if they're just they're still up there with the coaches and the team. But exactly, but it's the it's the, it's the experience that they pick up. You know, little by little, you have to start fitting in new players, young players. Because, for example, Otamendi, Otamendi, twenty twenty four, maybe, maybe he will be there. Maybe he'll be able to play it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna depend on his physique, but at the same time, you know that that's a player that you're not gonna have for the following World Cup. So you need to come up with a replacement. You okay. Know what I'm saying. So gotcha. you need to start looking for players like those. For example, like you said, Gomez. Gomez is a player you're gonna have to replace sometime soon. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Gomez is my man. He on the way mm-hmm. out, but exactly. he still got that title. Di Maria might play 2024 Copa America, but I don't know if Di Maria's going to make it to the next World Cup mm-hmm. in 2028. Yeah, but those are discussions. I mean, in 2026. Those are discussions they have in between the walls, man. They know what time it is. What about Messi? Messi, Messi man, I don't know. Messi could be Messi's going to be 38 in the next World Cup. Well, he need to go over. All right, so this is what Messi need to do. Messi need to go over there, fuck with look. Even though he got the best, he got bread. He got, he's, one, he's the top earner. But it's not ain't it's not no problem to go over to Tom Brady, go over to LeBron James, and start picking their shit to see how they last at an older age. You dig what I'm saying? Because yeah. maybe LeBron and Brady need to go over to Messi and find out how the fuck he's still running up and down that field with these young guys. You understand what I'm saying? Because soccer is the most enduring. So maybe he's doing the right things. I can see him still doing it. That's my point. Yeah, no, I can definitely see him doing it as well. But like you said, it's gonna it's gonna take some work. You know, I don't know if he's gonna be able to play the whole ninety minutes of every game like he did in this last World Cup. Yo, but he got. I definitely believe that he should be there to encourage players in the locker room, out on the field. Oh, he's gonna be an ambassador. He's gonna be an ambassador, yo. 
Exactly. He's the best player from Argentina in the, in the history of Argentina, in my opinion. So, you know, you have to be there. If you're still playing soccer, he has to be there. With hopefully, that- hopefully, he'll understand that his role might not be the same anymore, but he'll be there. You know, you got to put that competitive... I don't know if you could ever put the competitive nature to the side with him, but obviously, you know, Father Tommy, ain't nobody never beat Father Tom. You already know that, so... You know what I'm saying? No, you're right. But at the same time, I feel that because he brought it home already, he doesn't need to be as competitive anymore. And I feel like he will understand that. See, the difference between him and Ronaldo was... Ronaldo in this World Cup, it chasing. was the last World Cup, and he wanted the trophy. He chasing, wanted, he chasing. It, and he wanted to be there. Well, I'm not, you know, Messi, since he already won it, hopefully he'll be a little more understanding if he happens to be in the next World Cup team that he might not be able, like we said, he might he might only be good for 45 minutes on the second. As long as he, long as he out there. For 20 minutes. As long as he you, out there. You know, you know what it's like? Let's say let's say we're playing a final again, right? Let's say let's say it's Argentina against France again. Let's just say it like this. And you're playing the final and on the seventy fifth minute you look over and, and and there's gonna be a sub. It's messy. And the player and the player coming in is messy? Yeah, you fucked. You know what that's like? Fresh legs, it's over. But that's what I'm saying. So maybe maybe we can do something like that. You know? We'll have to wait and see. All right, yo, it was a pleasure having you, man. We're on the 57-minute, supposed to be our Argentina, my brother, from another mother. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we here, though. That's my expert. That's my soccer expert, man. Can't nobody ever deal with what we talking about right now. That This is sacred talk right here, you heard? We can get into all of that, though. We could do soccer leagues. We could do... We just giving the shout-outs to Argentina in the World Cup Championship in Qatar. Like, at the end of the day, nine stadiums is crazy. Like, it's a spectacle night and no other... The game was probably the best game I ever witnessed in 2022 sports. And we 2023, the sports spectacle hey, was amazing. Say it was the best World Cup in, in, in World It was Cup amazing. It was the best sporting best event I've seen on TV. On t- 2022 and beyond. It was one of the greats ever. It was ever, it, it, it's up there. Top, it was, it's up there. There's no comparison. Definitely. No comparison. All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate you giving me the time to talk about this. Uh, this is an emotional moment for us. <laughs> and um, give me, give me, give me, give me something for the Argentinian people, real quick. Give me something for the Argentinian um, followers out there. Let them know. We, I got you. You're gonna spread the word, man. We, they're gonna listen to what we got to say. It's beautiful. Everybody in your family gonna listen to this. Tell them what you got to say for Argentina. Tell him what to, give me a give me do something for me. Give me a chant or something. I got one chant for give me something. Come on now. You ain't got too long now. Okay, okay, let's see, let's see. I hope people don't <laughs> Come on, give it up now. You got a minute left, baby. Right. Come on. Here I go, here I go. En Argentina nací tierra de Dios no te lo puedo explicar porque no vas a entender las finales que perdí pero eso terminó porque en el Maracaná la final con los brazos volvió a ganar papá muchachos no volvimos a ilusionar
Yes, go Messi, yo, go Argentina, go man. Argentina, I love you, baby. Right. Thanks for joining Thank me, you, man. man. Thank you, I appreciate it. You're the best, baby. Thank you. All right, baby. You have a good night. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Sports with Bi. You already know. Check it out. Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Booyah! Soccer special.